Welcome to the Joey Mitchell Podcast. Celebrity Interviews. Joey's been broadcasting his radio show throughout California for over 51 years and has interviewed hundreds of celebrities. Most of these interviews have only aired once. Now, he's decided to share them once again. Every week, a new celebrity with a behind-the-scenes peek into what happened before and after the interview. So sit back, relax, and get set to travel back in time. Here's Joey. Thanks, Todd. And welcome to another edition of Celebrity Interviews with me, Joey Mitchell. Nice to have you tuned in today. By the way, today we take a look back in time with a former co-host of mine. Her name was Kathy Manser. Now, Kathy used to do the news for me along with co-hosting duties. She was a hoot, one of the funniest people I know. And unfortunately, she's passed away. Kathy had moved to the southern part of the U.S. with her husband and quit radio. One day, he came home from work to find her lying on the kitchen floor. She'd had an aneurysm and was gone. Man, I was shocked. I mean, for me, Kathy was kind of like my right arm in radio. I knew she wanted to get out of the business, but I never realized she'd be passing away. It was just devastating. You'll hear Kathy in this interview with our guest today. His name is Kim Fisher. Now, the Fisher name sounds familiar. It should. His daddy was Mel Fisher is the American treasure hunter who successfully located the 1622 wreck of La Nuestra Señora de Atocha in the Florida waters, a ship headed for Spain with millions of dollars of gold, millions back then, billions now, and Mel found it. And it wasn't easy. It took a long time for him to do it. His son, Kim Fisher, came to the studio laden with some of the items actually recovered from the Atocha. Now, I've always been a treasure hunting freak. As a matter of fact, when I first came to Northern California from L.A., I had a metal detector. And I'd go up to the Donner Pass area and look for artifacts from that period. I found so much stuff, like a two-man saw, a riveted shovel, the skeleton of a pistol, tons of ox shoes and square nails. I took pictures of all this stuff and went to the trucking museum. They asked me where I got it, and I told them the exact spot. They said, oh, that's where the Donna Party stopped to reshoe their oxen and their horses. And the blacksmith was there. That's why you found so many artifacts that belonged to him. He passed away on October 21st, 1846. I froze. I was born on October 21st. I took pictures of them, sent them to the metal detector company, and they were so impressed that they actually sent me the top of the line of their metal detectors as long as they could use my picture in their brochure. Well, I was more than happy to let them do it. But Mel, oh, he did a lot more than find ox shoes and shovels. He found gold, incredible gold, and emeralds, and jewelry. As a matter of fact, rather than let me tell you about it, why don't we go to his son, Kim Fisher, and listen in on the discovery. Here's Kim Fisher with Kathy Manzer and I on KRAK. AK the judge, crying myself to sleep. Kathy's been crying when she found out she had to give back the emeralds. The Kim Fisher, Mel's son, who's here representing the Nuestra Señora de Atocha gold and jewels that were recovered from this sunken Spanish galleon. And we're going to talk to him about where it's on display and how you can see it, too. Don't go away. But in the meantime, I got the latest in traffic for you with our very own... You're saying no, he's not ready? Okay. Well, we're going to break away for a second and talk to uh, Kim. Kim, you were down there 
from the very beginning when this site was recovered. Is that yes, right? indeed. All right. Now, what makes it incredible, folks, is they discovered in 1985, this so one year, uh, ten years rather, exactly to the loss of your brother in that tragic accident and his wife. When the boat capsized, was it a storm that was going down? No, it was just equipment failure. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah. And so you lose them, and your father was asked, is he going to continue? And he said, now more than ever, because now I have to do it for him. Isn't that what Yeah, it saying? actually increased our determination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, incredibly, almost as if you're, you're, the spirit of your brother was leading you there 10 years to the day of the loss, they find it. What's the first thing you find? Well, on the main pile, um, we, we found some silver coins and, and uh Barrel hoops, the metal hoops that held the barrel together, and then mm-hmm. we, we moved the boat, and the, the treasure kind of petered out. Um, we, the next morning on on July twentieth, we moved the boat the other way, and dug a hole, and there was this incredible pile of silver bars. Each silver oh. bar is about the size of a loaf of bread, and they were just stacked up like firewood. Wow! For about eighty feet, it just stacks and stacks of silver bars, and. And, uh, you know, then later came all the gold bars and jewelry and uh, everything you could think of that would have been on a ship and then lots of stuff you never even imagined. What's it like on board ship when when you realize what's in front of you? There's all, (laughs) you know, like you said, 80 feet of silver bars piled. Is there people screaming and yelling? Oh, yeah. You can even scream underwater, you know. Can you? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Has the Spanish government ever tried to lay claim to this and get it back? No, uh, the Spaniards didn't make any claim, but the state of Florida and the federal government did. Because uh, as you States. said, it's only it's it's just east of Key, Key West. Yes, off okay. of Key West, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the government of Florida and the United States claimed it, and we offered them thirty five percent. They said no, we want it all. So we went to court for eight years, and it went all the way to the United States Supreme Court, and they said finders keepers. Oh, so really? We got it all. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 35% that they could have had, and because they were greedy, they lost it all. That's right. That's incredible. 33 miles from Key West, you said? Uh, yeah, 34. In, in 55 feet of water, which, which is not very deep. That's not very deep. Did other people know it was there? Or uh, you well, think somebody would have stumbled on it sooner? Well, people looked for it. It's, it's not easy. The ship itself is gone. There's an underwater termite called a teredo worm that eats all the wood. Oh. And everything that's left is buried under 4 to 12 feet of mud, mm. and it's scattered for 11 miles. So you can't just, uh, you know, ninja dive down and grab some gold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you know right where it is, it takes a lot of time and heavy equipment to get it out. And here's the incredible thing. They're still finding emeralds and just, uh, what was it, last week you found uh, a rosary bead out of gold? Uh, a beautiful gold rosary cross and beads and just, just a magnificent piece. So they're working this site for 13 years and still finding stuff. Isn't that right. something? Just, There's still incredible. a billion dollars worth of treasure out there. Oh, man. Just on that one wreck. We're also working on about a dozen other wrecks. Now, here's something incredible. They sent a man to Spain, and he was uh, researching the Atosha. came back with the manifest, what they could expect to find on this ship. And that helped your dad find the ship, too, right? He knew Absolutely. more or less where to look for. It gave us a starting point. A starting point. In 1968, they find it in 85. Some work, huh? And the manifest only held how much of the actual cargo? Well, we're not sure yet because we're still we're still <laughs> finding contraband, but uh, we estimate maybe one-eighth of what they had they reported to the king. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, they have some gold here with the tax stamp on it and everything. Very much like the system we have now. Boy, you were paying your taxes and, and everything How much is that gold in? bar weigh? This is three and a half pounds. And how long is it? 
About nine inches, ten inches long. And about an inch wide? Yeah. And about three quarters of an inch thick? 20 yeah. carat. It yeah. feels yeah, It has the carat heavy. stamps, the tax stamps, and the owner's mark. Yeah. And From somebody who stamped that thing. You hear it, folks? Yeah. Do it again for it. It is unbelievable. <laughs> somebody 450 years ago stamped that. I mean, that guy's deader than Clinton's administration right now, <laughs> and we're holding the bar. It's amazing. We're going to get back to tell you where Exactly. You can see this for yourself for the next few days in just a couple of minutes. But right now, let's see for ourselves. Brought to you by NECA. How the traffic is with Wild Bill. Oh, boy. Downtown Sacramento. Big old problem trying to head over to I-5. We've got delays due to a crash on the westbound WX. Actually, coming off of Highway 99 and Highway 50. Stop and go action. You might want to transition off of the 29th, 30th freeway in the Midtown instead of using the WX. Still very busy and slow. Inbound 50 also off the hill. Delays out of Cameron Park this morning into El Dorado Hills and some slowdowns too through Folsom as well. Inbound 99 still struggling from Sheldon Road up through Mack. I-5 remains better from Elk Grove and the northeast side also stuck out of Roseville on westbound 80. Roseville Road though still a good alternative. I'm Wild Bill on Gold Country 93.7 KRAK. Thank you Bill. I'm glad you mentioned Elk Grove because that's exactly where the treasure is going to be. Starting tomorrow through Sunday you can actually go to Dale & Jewelers at Elk Grove. 8760 is it Elk Grove Boulevard? And they will be there from 10 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock at night? Uh, 10 till 8, and it's uh, 8765 Dale & Jewelers okay. and Yeah, I haven't even mentioned the jewelry around his neck. Look at that. What is that? Is that a doubloon? What is Spanish? Well, the doubloons are gold. This is a piece of eight. The silver coins are pieces of eight, oh, and man. that was a month's pay for a sailor back Jeez. in 1622. Got it around his neck. Oh, they you paid got him a, in gold? You got a dollar a month back then. Yeah. Wow. That's what they pay here at the station, too. Yeah. <laughs> what about this chain I'm holding? How long is this chain? That's eight feet, six inches long. Listen to this. You hear that? And each... Cha- uh, this is a money chain. What That's does that right. mean? Each it, link in this means what? Each link weighs the same. And when you went shopping, you would just twist a link off. They're not soldered closed. So that that was oh. money back then. The king didn't allow them to mint gold coins in the new world yet. So that they had to have some method of having a, the right weight of gold. So even Standard. back then, this was a very rich person. I oh, mean, absolutely, this is, yes. This uh, thing's you huge. Know, the, the gold was 32 to 1 of the silver... So one ounce of silver was a month's pay, so one ounce of gold was, uh, wow. you know, almost three years' pay. Jeez, now, this thing in my hand weighs a lot. The jewels that you have, like you have a beautiful emerald here that you've yeah. put into a ring, um, but then you have an unpolished one. Were all of the jewels unpolished, or were there some that were finished? Uh, we found some some finished ones in, in some magnificent jewelry pieces. Uh, we've, we've got a few pieces with us over at Dalen Jewelers. One is a... a a beautiful emerald brooch that has one of the best emeralds in the world in it. Just and it was probably destined for royalty, perhaps royalty, or else the clergy. the The, the Catholic mm. Church was very mm. powerful, and they had a a large shipment of goodies going back to Spain on board the Atocha. Mm. The, the boat was leaving. The ship was leaving South America. Had already gone then around the the Horn. No, no. What they did, they would gather the treasure from uh, Peru. Uh, Central America, North America, Colombia, they would take it all to Havana, Cuba. That was like their hub. They would have different ships (laughs) coming from all these different places, and and there they would uh, form a large fleet and sail back to Spain. And one day after they left Havana for Spain, they got caught in a hurricane and sank off of Key West. So do you have any idea how many other ships might be down? I mean, others must have gone, too. Oh, absolutely. There's at least five, possibly seven. Uh, We're not real sure from the research in that one storm and wow. uh, there's 
another 12 on, in 1715. That so far, we found seven of those. We're, we're working those. And uh, there, there's over a thousand Spanish galleons. Well, I'm taking They were doing this, this for over, the, the Spaniards <laughs> did this for over 300 years, hauling this treasure back to Spain. Well, if you want to see some of the treasure and maybe even actually get to hold it like I am, it's Dale and Jewelers, 8765 Elk Grove Boulevard, starting tomorrow through Sunday. And go meet Mel Fisher's son. This is the guy, man. Kim, he's right here. He's been to the Atocha, and he's going back. They're still digging. Everybody who comes gets to hold this gold bar. All right. Get your picture taken with that. It's awesome. It's awesome. Kim, thanks so much for coming by. This is your second visit on the uh, Joey Mitchell Show. It's always great to have you here. I tell you what, man, I'm just gonna take a crowbar to give, give me, make me give this back. Thanks a million. I really appreciate it. That's all for today's episode of Celebrity Interviews with Joey Mitchell. Join us again next week for another well-known celebrity that most likely only aired once on Joey's show. Until now, now you can subscribe to the podcast at Patreon.com/slash Joey Mitchell Podcast. Patreon.com slash Joey Mitchell Podcast. And you'll never miss an episode or extras only available to subscribers. Please visit and like Joey Mitchell's podcast on Facebook and tell us what you think. Thanks for listening.